My pleasure. Good to be here. There's a, and you and I were talking a little bit off the air here about the controversy of testing. I've had some issues with it, just kind of how the process goes. And of course, there's a race uh, to get the best type of tests, and there's you know certainly a lot of argument about, and, and it's become so political. I mean, the, the art of testing in this country has become so political. What's your take on that? Well, it's because we have put Obamacare in place, and when we've decided we're sick, we call our congressmen, and we've made this political for the last 20 years, and now we're reaping what we sow. And, and and we're choosing to listen to non-medical people on television that use words like maybe, possibly, and they don't know anything deeply, so they can't ask the right questions. So they can kind of put doubt on everything and, and leave everyone worried about anything. So, you know, I um, it's very crazy-making to me because... You know, back in the day, you would, you would, you know, understand that you don't know what you don't know and that you have to either educate yourself. In the meantime, you have to build a relationship with your physician. And that over the long term, that's what you have. Well, we don't have relationships with our physicians anymore. We've, we've drunk the Kool-Aid from, from Nixon and Hillary Clinton on down to Obamacare that there's something really wrong with medicine here and we have to fix it and we give it to politicians. And that's, that's the worst thing we've ever done in the 20th century. And now we're paying the price in 21st. So, um, you know, it's, it's, you build something like that and you ruin the infrastructure. This is what happens and you can't fix it in two seconds, but, uh, we have to get back to science and not letting these, uh, talking heads that make money off of roadkill build fear in everybody. There's no such thing is perfect anything ever in medicine ever well, that, it doesn't it, work that way. it's interesting that you bring that up because i've argued this a lot because i've been really trying to say all the politics of it because i don't really like either party at all and and for what you said about obamacare i've always said you know it should have never been made the affordable health care act it should have been the american regulatory health care act right because i mean all it did was put in a bunch of regulations because we went from having an affordable insurance fight into affordable health care, which I think is totally two totally different things. Do you understand what I'm saying? Well, yeah, and, and notice how it didn't do anything they said it was going to do. So they lie to our face. The media enables the lie. And when the media gets caught red-handed, handed, enabling the lie, the media ignores the story. Who has got lower premiums? Who's got better health care? You've just shifted the death around. And you still have loads of people not in the health care system. Loads. But, the, 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 you know, the, these limousine liberals who control a lot of these things pat themselves on the back like, oh, we had, we had a really nice song, we did a really wonderful thing, and they'll never, ever, ever, ever stop. They must be stopped. They won't stop themselves. Let, so you've got – go ahead. Well, I'm just kind of curious because what's the answer to it the other, on the other side then? I mean, because I, I would argue that, uh, as Rand Paul said, Obamacare light, the repeal and replace, wasn't much better a couple of years ago. We didn't get to that point, but, I mean, how do we tackle this then in relation to what we're dealing with with COVID-19 well, right now? The, Amer- the American public did it to themselves, and we are going to have to, and maybe this is going to be the big smack in the face to everybody. I agree. That you, you've got to rip up the insurance carriers having so much power and having no interstate commerce. You have to rip up this very deep enterprise now of, of large companies that have this system and they all work together as a big cabal. So you've got the doctor's caucus, including Rand Paul, that talks a big line, but when it comes to taking doctors' self-referral powers away, forget that. 
You've got the insurance lobby. I mean, Obama couldn't get what he wanted through unless he bought off the insurance lobby, which is why our, 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 our rates are so high. So he rams that through. I mean, you can't see your doctor anymore. You get worse health care. The lines for specific uh, specialty care are longer. Doctors are bailing. You're getting way less. You're paying way more. And you don't know it because you're not sick till later in your life. The media won't tell the story about it. And then something like this happens with this pandemic. And we learn that we've shoved our entire supply chain overseas. So we're, we, these, these save the world people, all of which are either dead and buried or out of office now, and a media that will never report on the story because it's just too old. I mean, they're just such a, they're not even journalists. They're all, all these journalists today are nothing more than, you know, I don't know, campaign. Managers. They're blowhorns. I mean, they, they got a blowhorn. They're not, I, I've said that and as someone who's in the media, right? I do a talk show, but I, I went to journalism school. I've said for a long time, no one's doing any, you know, you can look at real numbers there on the TV screen and you start to scratch your head, but no one wants to ask any questions. And if you do ask any questions, you become a conspiracy theorist. It's just crazy. And, that's right. And, and if you ask questions, that, unless you're Sean Hannity or someone, those guys, not that I'm a massive fan, but if you, if you, Ask those. I mean, other than that, it, your your bosses will get rid of you. Yeah. So these reporters are like they have no resources. They're incredibly young. They have no life experience, and they do the best they can with the platform they're allowed. And and all the devil is not in lying. It's in omission. It's what's not reported. And so you have idiots like Cuomo, and you know these are people that are. I mean, we have empowered the political class to be physicians. So you've got governors and, and, and mayors doing crazy town stuff, and reporters don't hold them accountable. It's right there in front of you, and this creates a big anarchy. People are getting furious, and the problems with the Republican Party is they, when they had all the power, they didn't do anything. They wanted, they wanted the House, they got the House. They wanted the Senate, they got the Senate. They got the executive branch, and what did they do? Nothing. Look what they did to Mike Flynn. Nothing. What did Lindsey Graham do? What did Trey Gowdy do? What 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 did what did McConnell do? Nothing. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, I mean, so it's it, 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 having terrible. well, I think even I, I think it was Speaker Ryan who said, well, it's one thing to you know go out and get the power, but actually to execute anything with it. I think I'm kind of paraphrasing what he said, and you know, well, it's no, but shame on him too. He's yeah. another nothing burger. Now <laughs> he's on the board of Fox. <laughs> Exactly you know, right. I mean, he grew up as as an aide. I mean, he goes from college to working in Congress. I mean, he just happens to be very, you know, he's just as good on camera. He's another do nothing. Uh, they talk a big line. Okay, they get on talking head, bah, 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 and people, of course, have their trust exploited. They think they actually do something. Doesn't do anything. No, I totally agree with where, you. Where I mean, where are the subpoenas from Lindsey Graham? Where <laughs> where are the subpoenas? You know, we we can't offend our people in law enforcement. Trey Gowdy is one of them. So, you know, it's like when any group of people thinks they're above questioning, you've got a problem. Because what that means is they're 10, 15 percent of the corrupt are not held accountable. And the 85 percent of the quote unquote good guys have blood on their hands because they're enabling it. So you've got all these people in the FBI that are really, really frustrated because now you say with the FBI and people don't want to talk to you. People don't trust you. People don't want to help you with your cases. And it's not pleasant. Michael Doherty is with us. From he's the president of Lab MD, an Atlanta-based uh, clinical and 
and uh, a medical laboratory, and we've been talking about we we're going to talk about testing. We got into a whole different thing here. He also, you can check his stuff out on his website, thedevilinsidethebeltway.com. And going into this testing thing, testing has become like a narrative, right? I mean, you had President Trump talk, and he had the signs the other day in the Rose Garden, number one in testing, which I kind of shook my head about. I mean, what does that matter at the point of the pandemic? But testing in general, one thing I've really had a trouble with with the testing is your test is only as good, your negative test is only as good as the snapshot that you took it at. Do you know what I'm getting at? Because I mean, we have people going here in a line, they're taking the rapid test, get the swab, then they go about and they went to Walmart afterwards or whatever, and then 72 hours later they get the t- they call that they were negative, but are they really negative? You know what I'm getting at? Well, those are different tests, and, and this is this is the hard part. When you have medicine and science being echoed through non-scientists, it's like, we have a science class here, so let's bring all the English students in mm-hmm. <laughs> right. to report what's going on. That's what we're doing. No wonder we're getting all this junk. First of all, you've seen one test, you've seen one test, the swab. That's for active symptom disease only. That's it. Forget about it. Then you have antibodies. Have you been exposed and not gotten sick? And have you been exposed and gotten sick? And are you better now? That's antibody testing. And that is really important to understand how many people get exposed and of that crowd, how many people get really sick. And so we need to know that to know how severe this is and what the odds are. Because you remember just eight weeks ago, it was like, oh, let's quarantine the entire society because 2 million people are going to die. Well, that didn't happen, but they still use that fear to quarantine because these politicians don't want to be accused of being wrong. Right. So they're making these bad decisions to cover their tail because they're politicians. And we got plenty of people out there dumb enough to go, oh, okay, okay, I'll stay home to save a life. They don't care enough to actually learn about this stuff. So you've got the other testing the antibody testing, and you've got them, you've got these cartridges from China that are junk, get rid of them. You've got the Abbott test that's now getting some criticism, but that's a rapid test, okay? Nothing typically beats the old needle in the arm, take the blood out, going on a really good established platform machine, okay? You're going to get variability when you are in a rush, but in a rush beats nothing. And the original sin is China, 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 which most of the media doesn't want to say because that China, China, China beats Russia, 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 and that means we'll have Trump, Trump, Trump four more years because these guys are pathological liars. They have thrown the American people under the bus and journalism for political reasons, and and they're totally exposed. And I'm not talking about just Democrats. I just named off Lindsey Graham, Trey yeah, Gowell, well, I agree. McConnell, yep. you know, and so it, it's 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 the it's not Democrat versus Republican. It's insider of D.C. versus outsider. And the insiders do theater to make everyone think it's left versus right. But there are a thousand times more bureaucrats than there are Democrats or Republicans in Washington. And they're all sitting there wanting to live in their nest and still stay there all comfortable with their permanent paycheck. So when it comes so back to testing. <laughs> right. So, I'm not so. disagreeing with you at all in there. I, I've always said there's, they asked me, what side are you on in this? They said, well, I don't really see many good guys on the stage right now. So that's that's my no, attitude. On. Because because the game's flipped. Yeah. Trump flipped the game and then the disease, the disease showed up and like put a neutron bomb on the game. Because disease, here, disease and technology doesn't care about what political party you're at or what you're doing. They don't care. It's the bitter, bitter, bitter truth. And 
So the science behind the testing is going to be more stable when you get a blood draw right. and you're on a platform and you'll have about a 90 some odd to 100 percent um, testing thing. And that's about the antibodies. Now, how do antibodies last? Does it protect you? Well, is there any guarantee? No, there's no guarantee. There's never a guarantee. Right. Yeah. Grow up. Exactly. Well, because well, we, because we, time. yeah, we most don't. Most of the time, yeah. you get protection. Right. You, we really don't know how, you know, how long this is going to last with us, right? I mean, this is very early on in knowing what COVID nineteen is. That's we have some of these things that yeah. just go because because we had a bag over our head because China. Yeah. We have not had enough time to research because they they took away our research time. They didn't tell us what was going on. They give us a disease code, big deal. We don't know circumstantial. We know nothing. And they keep us ignorant of it all. And they don't help. Well, you know, and so we're so we're trying to fix the plane while it's already off the ground up in the air. Are and you su- people want a perfect flight with no bumps? Yeah, exactly. Are you surprised more that we haven't gotten closer to? I mean, because I think for anything, much more than the rapid test, I'd love to go get my blood drawn for an antibody test. I mean, that, that's going to tell us more answers than anything. But it seems almost like. Like we said, the well, politicians. the media will sit there and tell you what's wrong with it at all. Right, times. that's if what's going on right now. Yes. Well, Doctor Fauci's saying that right away is that you can't well, trust. Fauci's it. a scientist in an echo chamber. Yeah. I mean, Fauci. Fauci's a scientist that that is a research guy, so he doesn't. He's not. He's not a real world guy. He's a theory guy. And, you know, and he's not, and he he does not, knows nothing about crisis management. He'd be like, he'd be like, you know, sitting on an active earthquake, going. Well, let's test the cement to see how it does in earthquakes. I'm sorry, you don't have that luxury right now, Fauci. You have to, you got, you got to take some chances. And and the and so the odds, the educated guesses here from what we know now is that this isn't going to be as broad. We're not going to have as many dead. There are a lot more people contaminated because uh, that have not symptomatic. And yeah, antibodies usually, almost all the time, do give you some defense. No, we don't know if it's 100%, but the odds are it is at least a defense. No, we don't know how it's going to last because we, we don't know. Sorry, that's no excuse not to not to find out. No, I totally agree with you 100%. It's interesting you say that because I, I, I if I'm going to criticize President Trump about anything, it's the fact that this is the first administration where Dr. Fauci has been famous. And what I mean by that is, I mean, obviously the scientists are going to tell you this and what could happen, but as far as actually the worldwide panic on this i i i think that you as a leader you don't necessarily want to go this direction where he's saying we got to be vacuum sealed for two months or until we get a vaccine does that make well, any sense i don't know i mean given what china did to us at right away uh people were screaming that it was late you can't win for losing which i mean first of all these things are always going to be erratic and, and and i mean trump can't win for losing i mean he, when he shut down china that turned to be the brilliant brave move and what happened? Everyone lost their minds. And then would they say, oops, we're sorry? Of course they don't. They just ignore it. Yeah, I had no problem with it. And then they, those exact same people at CNN and MSNBC will go, well, New York all came from Europe. Trump didn't t- shut down London. Well, you know, because they're, they're unconscionable. They are unconscionable. They are unethical. They are remorseless. They are just paid shills to get eyeballs to sell money. Uh, to make money for for time for they're they're up, they're unbelievable and and they're anything it's theater well, there's no Pure question theater yeah there's no doubt about that so as far as uh I mean do you think there's going to be any movement for antibody testing because there's not right now it's just more yeah I, I well I mean I think it'll just be first of all it has to be an availability and this is a lab testing and what they've done and the media has certainly helped is they've decimated 
your, your medical community. I mean, you've got most hospitals saying they're way below their, oh, their yeah. normal census. You've got physicians' office laying people off. You've got people not there. They don't really want to be dealing with this because they're not that type of, of physician. So, you know, you, you've laid off your resources to help you do what you've got to do. So, you know, but we do need to know, we, we get, it'll take some time, but, but I do think we will get more and more of this. And sure, I, I do believe I'm right when I'm saying most insurance carriers will pay for this test, even if it's out of network. Uh, you should always check with them first. But, you know, some states you need a physician's order, some states you don't. And um, so, you know, you, you should, I don't know what the laws are in North Dakota, but, um or South Dakota, or, you know, I, I just don't P- pretty know lenient. I'm on, we're on the border too, so I mean, so it's interesting yeah. in Minnesota, and North Dakota, kind of how we deal with, and South Dakota is in yeah. the same area. It's just that is kind of an interesting thing in the tri-state area. But your, your, your next, your next thing is okay. Do I need a physician's order to get it? Because that's another bottleneck. So they pulled some rules back. They, they've allowed pharmacists to to uh, order the test, but you know, it takes time for people to get infrastructure done. I mean, so it's it's. Um, you know, it's tough, but, you know, it's just leave it to, to, you know, oh, it's not perfect. News at 11. No kidding. <laughs> well, I think that is kind of the thing, right? I mean, I think for for anything, people really want uh – they 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 want the immediate answer, right? I mean, because you kind of hear right with the vaccine. Yeah, I thing, know we're so spoiled, right? We we, we want to, we want our phone like to work. Up. We can't get the four G <laughs> to five G fast enough. You know what I'm getting? It's just that whole thing. Right. It's we can't have it anything fast enough. And I'm because I have people. Oh, did you see they could maybe have a vaccine by October? I'm like, well, let's just kind of ridiculous. Well, it's not I, I, listen, I. I am not an anti-vaxxer, but when I question that, I say, I don't know if I want to be the first in line to go take the vaccine, and if we do recover from this like we think we might, me as a 47-year-old, even though I'm obese, I don't know if I want to get in line for it. I always believe in therapeutic vaccines. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I, I'm glad that Louis Pasteur made it so I don't have to have an old yeller moment with one of my three golden retrievers. Right. But, but I mean, as far as the actual preventative vaccine for something that might be mild for a lot of people, I think we have to question whether or not America should run out and get it and not have a 1976 situation like we had with the swine food. Does that make any sense to you? Or No, it's, it's yes, it's true, but, it's again, this is the danger for Trump when he says things like, oh, we've got tons of tests. Well, you know, we're not, just quit. You know, it's like, no, just don't say anything. <laughs> I don't, you know, he's got people around him that don't know. You have, medicine doesn't care. So he, he's going to say something like that, and they're going to put that up on TV. Like when he had the press conference a month ago with the Abbott machine sitting on the podium, I'm like, oh, that's not good. Because we can't get our hands on that damn machine. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no. Well, that's just it. Yeah, and I think the thing about wanting to be number one and braggadocious, I think it can kind of come back and bite him in the butt, right? Yeah, I mean, he gets away with it most of the time because what's our choice? Joe Biden? Well, <laughs> well that's just it, right? For I mean, you know, I mean, we might as well just put a, a you know, I mean, we might as well. I don't know. I mean, it's just terrifying. Mr. Unmasked Guy, the pathological liar, the exploiter. Of, I mean, you know, Trump's got his, I mean, Trump's got his foibles, but at least he tells all those crooks to go shove it. Yeah, well. And what the American public has to understand is he might be not your taste personality-wise, and, and he might be, you know, brash and abrupt and prickly, but those people will more than happily destroy you and go out and have a cigarette and a glass of wine. They don't care. 
Bitch, you know, and they're really, really, really good liars. That's Look at old tapes of Comey and Clapper and Joe Biden and Obama and all. They're phenomenal liars. Susan Rice, that's what you want? Because yeah, they really care about you. It's very uplifting what you're telling us right now. See, I'm, this is right. why I'm, I, I don't know if I have the ability to start a third party, but this is the type of thing I always look at. So, <laughs> Well, I think Trump is a third party. I mean, come He kind of is. I mean, he really I mean, is. He's just, he's just gone through and, you know, and, that's, and, and let, him, let him run away, those wimps. <laughs> you know, so Paul Ryan leaves to spend time with his family, and then he ends up on the board of Fox. You know, right. So he can hang around with the sun. And these people are gross. <laughs> well, there's no question. You're not getting any denial from me on that. I, I, I think, and it's far. Well, here's what I always say: is I'm a guy who uh, I've always said I'm a very much a consumption tax type of guy. So I, I believe in taxing me for the beer I drink, not the hours I work. If that makes any sense. So I, I don't have any, anyone for me on that outside of the extreme libertarians. I don't know if I would have supported Social Security, and Medicare then, but I think we got to make it fix, fixable and doable. If you know what I mean, because people, it's it's as popular as Jesus on Christmas. For, well, I mean, you can, you don't you don't create little dependent people and then pull the rug out from them. And we've only been doing this for a century. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, we got to make it work. We got to make it work too, where we're not, you know. This whole COVID nineteen thing on Medicare, where we're getting payments for heart disease, Medicare. And then if the Democrats don't get their way, they just open the borders and let more extremely sure. dependent, talk impoverished people vote for them. Yeah, this is you know great times that we're in. This is great. Yeah. So I, I can't wait for November to really sift through all this stuff. So it's very positive. I'll have my TV on for the next round of meltdown. <laughs> they will never shut up. They'll scream louder and louder and do. I mean, look what they did. Look what they did after Trump won. Look what they did. Oh yeah. There's no I mean, they tried to upend an entire vote of the American public and play dirty, and they they need to go to jail. Well, don't you? I mean, beyond that, okay, let's look at this situation, right? Don't you think that this is going to blow up in their faces? I mean, I can look at the state I live in, in Minnesota, right? And the, and the governor, just, he's slowly lifting. He's not going to extend his shelter in place. He's still not going to have bars open until June 1st because God knows the virus all of a sudden will not go into bars on June 1st. I mean, it's so ridiculous. But uh, my point is, is that I said for many times and to many people I work with who are more liberal, I said, listen, you're getting into a situation here. Where Trump can make the the Democratic governor of Michigan and California the enemy, it's going to work for him. They look at they me. They are the enemy. The, the cancer diagnostics are down ninety percent. People are not going to the doctor. Right. They are putting off things. Your cancer cell does not sit and go. Oh, you know what? I won't draw. I won't grow and multiply because the COVID's out there. I'll wait. I mean, this is insanity. And so the irony about the left, it's in liberal Minnesota, is how they self-appoint themselves as the caring people of the world. And I say they're the lazy people of the world. They won't say anything politically incorrect. They want to pretend that they're nice. And if something happens where they're not nice, they just run away like cowards because this is complicated. Yeah. And then they roll into, well, that might be true, but what about your guy? And but they, they just leave the entire issue of like, look, it isn't simple, but you seem to need, you seem to be some lazy idiot that wants to just think you feel good about yourself for, for your lazy vote as you empower these tyrants. And I know that's hard for you, except <laughs> I know, I know, I know, but you meant well. It doesn't matter that you meant well. This is hard stuff. Yeah. Well, and the, the thing you do by extending your order kind of halfway is all you did was tick off the people who believe that all businesses should be open. I've never believed in this. 
I, I much more believed in the Sweden model. I just never under, understood what the but show. It's ridiculous. Right? I mean, it, it, it's so damaging, but it's just so fun. People in the country don't understand the benefit of business. They don't, they're so spoiled. They have no, don't know what you got till it's gone. Thank you, Joni Mitchell. She can become the, the song of the right wing. <laughs> I do. See, for me, that it was, was the hairband. It was the hairband Cinderella for me in 1989 with that song. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, but, but you know, that's, that's the thing these people don't understand. And they're like, Oh, well, I didn't know, you know, as, as the, the small mom and pops don't come back. You know, or they put that woman in jail in Dallas because she reopened her hair salon. I mean, and these these idiots. I mean, can you show me if did your governor ever pass a biology class? And who's he listening to? And what doctor is not going to? What doctor is going to give these idiots the straight answer? I mean, the thing about the political infrastructure of this country is the last thing it's built for is the truth. Well, here's the. There's no such thing as reality. Here's the so frustration. Yeah, here's the frustration part for me. My governor is a former, uh, he's a former uh, football coach, social su- uh, studies teacher, right? And he has the University of Minnesota right down the street from him. But he doesn't call Dr. Michael Olsterholm, who's been very non-political and very honest about this, right? We're going to deal with this for 18 months. It's going to, you know, such and such or whatever. But he won't call him. He just relies on everything that's going to tell him to justify his stay-at-home order. It's the it's the craziest thing in the world. I, I, they're politicians. They're yeah. not about the truth. And as long as we have a ton of stupid people voting them in the office, you know, you've got this head on. You've got this this the amount of the number of Americans that will ignore what's going on because they don't want to admit they ever could have made a mistake, even when you've got death and disease in front of your face, is terrifying. Yeah, well, for sure. That's what makes me just, like, get out and vote. <laughs> well, those people's hands have to be peeled off the wheel. Does it annoy you that this has gotten so political, though, or is it just par for the course of where we're at in 2020? I think this is, this, see, because I've been in medicine for 25 years, I've been this political and seen this political for a long time. This is annoy me. I mean, this doesn't annoy me anymore than my screaming about Obamacare. I, I'm shocked at how stupid people are. Yeah. They, 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 I really am. I mean, they turn on the television. They believe that crap. And after, I mean, maybe before, fine. But after their, their premiums go to the roof and they just lay down and take it. Well, because they, you know. Well, here's here's the what I've always said too is like, and I, I I addressed this earlier. I wasn't the biggest fan of Trump or whatever. I never really have been, but I I just never dreamed that you'd almost like when people want to say, see how many more cases we have, see how many more deaths there are, and I mean to cheer for death. There's no and dis- frame of reference on that because the media won't report how many are infected, right? How many other diseases? How many heart attacks have gone untreated? How many stents have not gotten put in? Right. How many cancers have been diagnosed late? How many people just won't go to the nursing home? How many? I mean, it is insane. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, we have a bag over our heads, and, and folks, you don't have enough information to make an opinion that's worth anything, because you're not be, you're not be given the full story, you know, and you're given a number that sounds big to you. This is a really big country. And you want to explain to me how we're supposed to be two million and we're not in a hundred thousand? Well, and here's the thing too. I mean, I think for if you're going to go with the the two million number over eighteen months, like most, you know, I would say anywhere from eight hundred thousand. If you look at just the rate of mortality, that's not all that wacko. If you look at how everything else is diagnosed, including heart disease and stroke and stuff like Talk that. About all that other stuff. Yeah. Is that a media story? No. All look, the media is nothing more than a money machine 
draws your eyeballs in. Well, what makes people stop roadkill? No, dirty that, laundry. I, I've been saying that for as someone who's in the media as a talk show host. I said, I mean, all this is right now is clickbait on social. On, on, on social media. It's crazy to me. And you see the screen. I mean, you just look at the monitors that we have in a studio with MSNBC, CNN, and even Fox sometimes where they're just putting out those numbers and you're throwing it out there. And well, it they just... do. They put up those numbers yep. and there's no frame of reference and they put those stupid videos out about what happens to the particles when you sneeze. And these count. I mean, it's just, it's terrifying that, that they put this up there. But this is, we don't have editors. We don't have journalists. We've got salespeople. I mean, it's really bad. Well, and I also, you know, and, yeah. I, I, and now that, they, so you go to social media, and now since, since social media kicked Hillary's butt and Trump won and he used Twitter as a platform, they're all trying to get control of that. Oh, for now sure. the governments want control of the internet. And you got Microsoft and Facebook pulling things down. I mean, look at the YouTube video. The physicians in California, five million hits, YouTube yanks it down. That's crazy because, to me. Because physicians, physicians are, are spreading misinformation. As decided by a non-physician at, at, at YouTube. Uh, I, I, mean, I could believe that. Because I said, uh, this is not a political thing, and it's not even that they're right or wrong. This is an argument on how to practice medicine that's now hiding in plain sight, right? The First Amendment argument. And we, 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 we unwittingly you know, turned our newspapers into things like Twitter and YouTube. that are private enterprises that get to be the deciders. Yeah. No, that's for sure. I mean, it just and we, and we keep voting these idiots into office. California, California, and New York. You know, just go be your own country. And these loony representatives that are that are like Islamic infiltrators. No. <laughs> just, you know, who's that idiot in in Minnesota? Representative Omar, yes, it's uh, very popular here in the Seventh District, where Colin Peterson is. How stupid yeah. are you to vote for her? Well, how stupid are you? A lot. It's interesting in that in that district. I mean, you look at it. If it wasn't for that district, there's no doubt Trump would have won Minnesota. Well, yeah, and that Sorry. district needs to. That the district oh. needs. I mean, those are the people we're letting in the country. Well, it, sure, it, it is a crazy time. That is for sure. As far as. Uh, Everything else. And the other thing is to mention, because if I even bring up, you, you talked about numbers when I say, hey, you know, since 2015, this even comes from the CDC website, about 7,500 to 77,000 people normally die a day in America. And people look at me like, well, is it more because of COVID? I said, well, no, because they're just kind of listening. Oh, my there. God. I know. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you notice how fast stupid people turn into Einstein when it comes to defending their stupid yeah, I just, I just, and I mean, they get insulted. I'm like, your opinion is not a civil right. Well, it's, if you're going to make a medical opinion with no research, go away. <laughs> but anyway, well, it's just crazy. But I, I swear to God, if the CBS Radio News on my station said every hour 7,700 people died yesterday in America, people would freak out. Oh, well, of course, we got to stop that. Why are people well, dying? It, it forces people because because it, it we get the lemmings out there. Yeah, it's really tragic because they're not going to understand it until they're in the hospital. So they're seventy and they're in the hospital, and they're going to go, "Well, where's where's the uh, where where are the people to help me? Where's where's the media reporter? Where's my governor? What what's going on? Bye." Yeah, no, I I don't disagree with you whatsoever. It's it's crazy. I, I, if anything, we'll leave on this. 
Do you think that this is going to maybe, you mentioned a little bit earlier, but I want to really, with what's going on right now with COVID-19, as we get into the summer, and, and I think people are going to go out, out and about healthier or whatever, do you think this is finally going to just rip the bandage off the scab here instead of the just slow peel off because people are going to be sick of this? Or how do you think this oh, is yeah. going to Oh, listen, I was in Florida. DeSantis says the beach is open, but yes. no one can rent vacation rentals. But the Hilton next door can open. So everyone in Florida wants to kill DeSantis right now. And the beaches are packed. Alabama and Georgia are wide open. And he's crushing the small business guy. This is Mr. Trump boy in Florida. He's not too bright, and people are furious, and they're just going to anarchy. Well, and I, he he's going to start. I mean, he did plead to the sports teams to come there, so I, I think he'll he's going to buckle before it's all said and done on that, though, isn't he? You he's not buck on the panhandle, and he's not getting bad news on on Fox for a stupid decision because because they won't they won't put Trump's boy in Florida in a bad light. But he is kicking off the Florida panhandle so bad, and no Republican can win. Florida with an angry panhandle. No, that's pretty red it's, up there. I mean, it is. It is. It's, it's about as red as you can get. Yeah, people don't understand that everything north of Gainesville is pretty much South Alabama. So it's right. Uh, and, and and well, when George Bush would come to town, they'd shut the schools down. That's how red they are. Exactly. So and right now they are mad, and they are mad at Ron DeSantis. Wow, that's crazy. I did not realize that's going on. Well, of course you didn't realize it because it's not in the news. Yeah. The news don't report it. They're not going to let that out. I'm a, I'm hoping it's, to, it's, it's going to be a problem. I'm hoping to snowbird there, so I, I mean, but uh, we shall. We'll, well hope if you to. own the Hilton, you're fine. If you got a hotel, <laughs> you can open, no problem. But if you got the vacation rental next door and you're a little small business guy, you're closed. Well, it's funny it's, you say that because I was looking at buying a condo on Airbnb in it, and man, did I! I'm glad I got cold feet on that in February. Holy cow! Oh, well, it, it, and it's terrible, and and people are suing him, and letters. I mean, you just Google that. People are. From Orlando, Tampa on up, and oh. you know he's just—he's just, you know, very nice guy, not too bright. All right, very good. Well, this has been a pleasure. I've really enjoyed this. It's this kind of giving me some peace of mind. Hopefully, we can get uh, this going in the right direction. Get those antibody tests out there, and, and hopefully, we can get this uh, narrowed down here. So, yeah, I mean, it's like, and 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 I, and I hate to break it to you, but Americans will die. Yes, people do. Yeah, two two point eight million well people died in America last year. I just I, I, <laughs> <laughs> it just Sorry. happens. You got three hundred seven twenty five seven. Yeah, three hundred twenty seven million people. You're going to have uh, a percentage of them die. It's just the way it goes. So, That's the way it goes. My, Michael Doherty, thanks so much for your time. I do appreciate it. All right, take care. Thanks.